Chris, mate, don't you hate it when there's uh, other podcasters who really try and get their listeners to leave five-star reviews to subscribe and follow? There's nothing I think is more tragic than podcasters trying desperately to get their ratings up by begging their listeners to give them five stars, no? Five stars on Apple now, shitbags. <laughs> Because it was, it was very arty, but then he said he was about Orwell were drunk in there, T.S. Eliot. It was all these names of you know, actors and playwrights and people that are drunk in there. And they said, of course, Dennis was a regular. I said, well, who's, who's Dennis? He said, Dennis Nielsen. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, he said Dennis. He'd also been burgled. They'd taken the keys out and taken straight to a flat and burgled it. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were efficient at crime in those days. They, they, they knew that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, darling. And I looked up and it was Lemmy. <laughs> 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 it's not far from there. It's down the road, um, just off Britain. Oh, hold on, hold on. I've got to ask them yeah, before we, we go we to the second. We've got some questions here. <laughs> 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 You've opened up some can of worms here. <laughs> again then us three how's it going gareth yeah not too yeah, brilliant gareth. yeah yeah, yeah. Narling. yeah chris <laughs> gareth 18 minutes too late for yeah. recording <laughs> he gareth. said not too brilliant i wonder what we caught him doing I was nine minutes late. I was nine minutes late. Yeah. But what were you getting up to, boy? You were. I've, I've been trying to fix the door, and you know when the when it's not perfectly <laughs> straight, it's just one of those trying to work out how to make it straight. And it's I know exactly what it's like not to be perfectly straight, dear. I know yeah. exactly how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> I've been. Yeah, I've just been on that all day trying to w- fix this bloody door, and that's why what I'm late. Is it the front door? No, it's I just a cupboard the door. Looking at you like you're genuine. You look genuinely upset about the fact you couldn't solve yeah. this door problem. That, that, I can see that hurt you. I, no, to be honest. <laughs> To be honest, I have actually <laughs> solved it. I solved it around about about thirty minutes ago, but I haven't had time to clean up. I was just on the mad cleanup after making a hell of a mess. So I'm quite happy what with mess myself. What are you I'm... making about a door? What were you doing? Sanding the fucker down? Yeah, sanding, chopping, um, trying to get it to fit. Been a nightmare. It's been a. It's been yeah. It sounds like what you've had is a cupboard without a door, and then you found a door on the street. And you go, I, know, I know where that goes. <laughs> No, what happened is we've got a cupboard and then I made a door, but I didn't check the cupboard. So I made the door straight, but the cupboard's wonky. The cupboard's sort of off. It's sort of a centimetre difference from top to bottom. So I've been trying to... Oh, anyway, never mind. This is... We'll edit this bit. It's only not to before we came on. <laughs> we're going we're to send this to the carpentry team. Yeah. D-I-Y-S-O-S. You, you wait till <laughs> yeah. adult life hits you guys. This is this is adult life. This is, this is yeah, the nightmare yeah, of adulthood. I can't wait to stare at Spend oblong spaces to... and think, how am I going <laughs> to cover an oblong space yeah. with some wood? Oh... Oh, yeah, basically. Bleach. Yeah, oh God, it's hell. So, <laughs> how to fix a straight door? Or? Yeah. How have you been, Chris? Anyway, you always ask us, but yeah, good. Oh, go. Good, thanks, mate. First, yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, doing nothing, achieving nothing. Pubs are still Bastard. shut. What else is there to do? So yeah, do covered doors, man. I should have called you. I've got nothing to add. I haven't made any doors. I haven't done anything. I started a career mode on FIFA. There you are, tedious. 
What's the career mode on FIFA? What's the career mode? I pretend to be Jurgen Klopp and inevitably get sacked after season two because I can't bring Naby Keita in on a free transfer. Uh, you asked. asked. Thought you would be. Cool. Yeah. Jesus. What, what exciting lies we live. It is. Have you started packing yet, Narvin? Anyway, carry on, Chris. Never mind. I don't know if he's been packing now. He's got no, a week you, until you, he moves. And I see all his shit behind up? him still. I mean, have you packed yet, Narvin? Have you started packing? Or are you just going to do it last no, minute? I've got, I've got two weeks, lads. I've got two weeks. So Honestly, this is the most packs. thrilling preamble I think we've ever created. This is the worst. Nothing cheese up a crowd more than talk of packing FIFA in a door. I'm, I'm dragging you into middle age, you guys. I'm dragging you in. <laughs> Let's work on this week's guest. It's a very good friend of mine. It's Mr. Paul Merrick. Hey, Paul. Welcome, Paul. Hey, welcome, guys. welcome. Hey, good, man. Good, good. We have a veteran of the pub, I understand it. I, I, I'm fairly experienced in, in those places. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have I have many years, many years over. Bloody hell, I've only got 40 plus. I'm very yeah, excited. I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Far, far too far too much time and probably about 70% of my disposable income has been spent there. So, yeah. <laughs> well, off the bat, I, I have, I, I have come analogy. with some pre-armed questions, right? Which is a bit cheeky of me. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. One of them I feel I know off you maybe already. Because I, I know we've got a, a proper version drink here and I'm, I'm well excited. So... I wanted to know where was your first legal pint and how much is the most you ever spent on a pint? Right. Okay. Um, right. The first legal pint would probably have been in a pub called the White Hart in Hemel which is which is where where I grew up. But I had been I mean I had been drinking for a number of years before that because this was the late seventies and early eighties whereby you just could. They didn't bother about ID. Um, and the, the most expensive pint. It's going to be abroad, isn't it? Um, I w- yeah. It's, it's probably in Paris. I probably spent a tenner plus in Paris for a pint before. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. I don't know. It's one of those things, isn't it, whereby it needs must when the devil drives. You just have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, London, um, I, I can't I couldn't believe once I was in a pub in Chiswick, and this was going back probably about eight or nine years, they charged me £5.40 for a pint of IPA or something. And this was, you know, before it went anywhere near a fiver. And I'm just like, what? It's just a fucking Yeah. Um, and just, but yeah, no, so I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I try to steer clear of anywhere that's over a fiver a pint still, if I can. Good, um, good advice, I agree. Tricky yeah. in London, tricky in London at times. I agree. Well, there we are. So um, we get our guests and they name their three favourite boozers, clubs, areas on the street they like to drink. Even carnivals could be anything you want, Paul. Doesn't strictly have to be pubs, but if it is, bonus points. Yeah, okay. So um, I was going to pick one local to where I live in Chelmsford now, but I'm not going to. I'm going. They're all going to be in London because that's where I've, I've, I've drunk most. And um, the first pub um, isn't there anymore. It's called Samuel Peeps, which was in Mayor Street in Hackney, um, the Hackney Empire. It's now called the Mary Lloyd. Um, it's got like a theatre pub now, but it used to be a completely disgraceful old dive. And and, it's, <laughs> it's, and the story I've got behind it is wait, wait, it's, 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 me is that I changed my career. All right, my career is based on this pub because. In, in 1990 I was doing a, a shit job somewhere in the West End and I knew I was going to get sacked any minute and I t- took a day off to try and find a new job in I lived in Hackney at the time went to the job centre and I also knew that Italia 90 World Cup was coming up and there was this job in the post room at Hackney Council and it was from 8 till 4 and I realised the first match was kicked off at 4 o'clock and I also <laughs> realised I also realised that where the offices were were opposite the Samuel Peeps 
Pipes and that Samuel Pepys had pints alone, Brown, for a pound a pint from four till seven at the time. Oh, this is 1990. Oh, no and, way. And I honestly went for the job on that basis. I, I wanted to watch the World Cup. I wanted the job to watch every game in the World Cup and I'd have this guy lager, even though the pub had water dripping from the ceiling and everything was disgraceful. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. That needs to be like a filter on like when you're applying for jobs, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Hour, contracted hours, commute time. <laughs> How close you are to the pub. Why do you want to work here? Well, it's purely because I want to watch the World Cup. Um, yeah. And, and I, the, 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 the terrible thing about it is I still work in and around local government, you know, sort of over 30 years later as a result. Um, but no, it, it was it was a dreadful old dive. But yeah, pound of pint alone, brown. Um, but it, it was full of the most um, unsalubrious types. I, actually, I, I remember the story today, actually. There was a, the, watching the Italian 90 World Cup semi-final against Germany, you know, when we went out on penalties. And at one point, there's this old drunk Harry used to stand in and he shout out, if we don't beat this fucking lot, I'm going to go home and kill my fucking cat. Um, <laughs> at which point, we go, go on, Gary, do it for tiddles, do it for tiddles. <laughs> Otherwise, Harry's cat gets it if you miss this, by the way. That's amazing. But it became, the pub was brilliant. It became a real, it went, the, the empire took over the pub a few years later and it became a completely crusty um, squatter pub. And it was just open forever and everybody was smoking spliff on the roof and stuff. It was, yeah, it was a really, really good pub. Um, nice. So yeah, so so that that's that's one of my favourites. Um, second one is, is not far from there. It's down the road, um, just off Pit Lane. Oh, hold on, hold on. Well, I've got to, I've got to ask them <laughs> yeah, before we, we go we're to the second. Deep into this, we, we've got some questions here. <laughs> <laughs> You've opened up some can of worms here. <laughs> Is there a taxidermy tiddles that lives behind the bar? Well, we right now? He, he, he died not long after his own Just, just um, in a West Germany he, kit. He, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was quite a character. Um, as was, as was that pub full of them. Um, but yeah, he, he was. How did he, you he meet? Was, like, was these the people that you just met on the regular, or did you just? They, they were people. Yeah. From work, they also have, have you got this oh. job for the drinking as well? And you went, yeah, yeah, that's that's that was the follow up question. There, there were two pubs there, there was there was the there was the peeps and there was the ship just down the road, which had a long alley going up to it. Mm-hmm. And that was that was absolutely full of murderers. Um, it was, and I reckon the craze used to drink in there just because they could go out the back exit which I thought the police could probably go around both ways but apparently never sussed it but a great story from that one great story from that one um, so I remember being there's a lot of sort of like um, lunchtime drinking and early afternoon drinking because you worked for the council and nobody gave a fuck and, yeah. and when it was the 90s when people would just have five or six pints at lunchtime and go back to work and I was in there straight after work one, one afternoon and um, there was a sort of like a flank of old Irish guys that, that sat at the bar but there was this there was this one guy who was a postman he was a Chelsea fan he was like twat not just because he was a Chelsea fan but that didn't help it didn't help you know what I mean it never did but he finished at lunchtime by the time he got in there at four he was absolutely plastered giving it some at the bar and he was mouthing away at the bar one day and one of these old Irish fellas 
turn to me, Paul. Because this was at the time of the um, BSE crisis, you know, the mad crap cow crisis. Uh-huh. He said, Paul, you know, they're killing perfectly good fucking cattle. They let cunts like that walk the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Streets free. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, but it was just full of, full of characters like that. But yeah, so Peeps was great. Peeps was odd actually because he was, was full of full of crust. It's full of locals as well. So it wasn't just and had you know office people from from the council. But um, because it was part of the empire, there was just always sort of like um, stray celebrities and they're looking absolutely shocked. You know, there's this big walked in this absolute madhouse, <laughs> <laughs> quickly quick, walking out again. You know. Francesca Alice with Ralph Fiennes at the bar looking scared, you know. Because <laughs> 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 it was a scary stuff. Yeah, it was really good. Um, you also yeah, said so, the, sure. uh, the ceiling was dripping. The ceiling yeah, was always... Yeah, yeah. You have to be careful where you sat. There were so many holes. And, and the thing was, it was obviously it was a floor above it. It wasn't the roof. So it was, it was dripping from somewhere. Well, it was it was coming through the ceiling, so God knows where it was coming from. But um, yeah, but well, obviously there was there was a floor a floor or two above actually, so it wasn't just yeah, it wasn't coming cool, through the, the roof. Were the were the toilets in the pub upstairs? No, 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 they weren't. They okay, weren't, no, fine. No, so there no. is you can kind of eliminate yeah, that. Yeah, so here options: not. over overfilled baths, <laughs> twenty. <laughs> it comes probably some kind of hostel upstairs with about twenty people living up there. That's how happy he was in those days. So fuck knows, mate. Don't know, but it was, yeah, it was grim. It was grim myself, but it was pan pint, you know. It's probably with the brewing. There's probably with the brewing that that fucking ale just that uh, made up of old rainwater and it just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It down. It's the profit margins were massive. Most <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sustainable pub in London. Yeah. They had a lot of bands and stuff on it. Was good, but it was really good for bands. They had a bit like the Tiger Lilies and a bit like that were regularly on and sort of like sort of real what sort is of this um, um, and also they had, had a poetry it's... night which had sort of like the maddest poetry poets in London coming down it was, it was fucking bizarre <laughs> just pissing yourselves at these shit poets um, <laughs> <laughs> we were always in there from like four or five so every, <laughs> all, the, all the crusties and the, uh, yeah, the people who were going to be the hipsters of, of, yeah, a few years later would, would come in the pool at these sort of drunken blokes in suits that we were Um, but yeah, the other one was sort of like a much, much nicer puppy. Um, down the road, um, just off Brick Lane, um, the Pride of Spitalfields. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. the Pride of Spitalfields. Yeah. Beautiful little pub. Just on, it's on Heenage Street. It's just off Brick Lane. And it used to be, because um, on Sundays, in the old days, that you gentlemen won't remember, pubs used to shut between three and seven. And, and the Pride... Why? Was, um, I, there's no real, there can be no real reason for this, but they did used to shut between <laughs> three and seven. So a lot of them did lock-ins, but if you went, what, a lot of the time you see, you'd finish, you'd finish drinking, at lunchtime in the pub and go down to Brick Lane so you could drink through the afternoon and have a curry and then you yeah. nip to the Pride that opened at 7 it's, it's like a local it's still like a local pub it's still open it's, 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 it's um, kind of a mixture of hipsters and locals now but it's just got a really brilliant vibe to it and it opens out of Healy Street there's lots of people buzzing around it so it's it's one of the few pubs that are left in that area which isn't full of twats you know not everybody has a beard in there no disrespect guys but um, <laughs> you know in most pubs in Shoreditch you know if everybody's even the women got beards don't they everybody's got a fucking beard but, um, <laughs> but in, in, in the pride it, it's still sort of like a, a, got a bit of the estate to it still um, so yeah it's, 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 it's a lovely pub my mate lives just around the corner so we, we often meet up there because I, I left 
Hackney in 2001. So I, I, when I go up, I don't have any sort of locals as such anymore. But yeah, if you, if you get a chance to go in there, it's proper old, proper old beers. Opens, opens late. Um, but you said, yeah, but you said that three to seven thing. Um, yeah, where, this, where, I where, get where, me head around this. You, you said yeah. they had lock-ins. How the fuck do you have an afternoon lock-in yeah, yeah, to be opened up again at seven? You get an afternoon lock-in. I've got, actually, I've got great... Oh, I think it's a great story about afternoon lock-in. Um, so it's a pub... <clears throat> sorry, but, am I going on too much? No, 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 this is golden. This is amazing. Right. So, pub called the Duke of Cambridge in, in Kentish Town. And another uh, one of my mates lived just around, around the corner from there. And we'd, we'd, we'd go there on one Sunday lunchtime. If you wanted, because the football was on a Sunday afternoon still, but they were supposed to shut up free. So, the football usually used to kick off about four o'clock, half past four or whatever. And, and they had a lock. It's all the curtains are drawn and everything. And just sort of, you don't have to hide or anything. But, you know, you, you know when you've got to go if you want to go. Um, and you'd. <laughs> <laughs> there's this brilliant, brilliant old guy who used to collect the glasses there a real charming old Irish fella and um, he came and sat with us this one afternoon he started telling us about all the people who'd, who'd drunk in the pub because he was he was the actual ex-landlord his, his daughter ran it by then and because um, it was it was a very arty pub then he said he was about oh well we're drunk in there T.S. Eliot it was all these names of you know, actors and playwrights and people that are drunk in there and so of course Dennis was a regular I said well who's, who's Dennis he said Dennis Nielsen <laughs> oh, fuck off <laughs> Dennis used to come in every Friday, every Friday lunchtime, and then every Friday after work he'd come in for a couple before he before he went off. He said he was one of the most popular guys in the pub. And he said he said he was, he was absolutely charming. Um, and he, he, said, he said he said I was yeah you know, I was a pub landlord for like forty years. I I knew some real villains and they real hard cases. You know, he said. He said uh, and I knew some people I'm pretty sure yeah, had, had, had killed a man he said but as a judge of character I thought that's pretty good he said I would never for a moment have thought he could have harmed a, you know harmed a, harmed a cat even. Uh, well, it was just because of football you know, he, he said he was the most he well you most, know a man who would I do exactly Harry would <laughs> <laughs> I could have introduced him to the cat killer um, but yeah yeah so that, that was I just remember that because that was a Sunday afternoon locking and around in those days so we were talking Ooh, sort of mid to mid eighties to sort of early nineties. You'd still get round Camden and Kentish Town, Holloway. You'd get the the IRA pubs, effectively. So you get lock-in pubs whereby between the three and seven, um, you did. They all have sort of little candy bands or whatever, little you know, Irish folk bands or whatever. Um, and you'd, you'd you'd get the lock-in, and then around about five o'clock, six o'clock, somebody would come around with a balaclava on. They <laughs> sing the Irish national anthem, you put money in the hat, you know, like, stand up for the national anthem. You knew you knew where he was going. <laughs> you know, but of course, you, you you got an afternoon drink for it, so you didn't, you know, lose <laughs> money. Um, so yeah, these were... rats, these I thought I feel today I'll support a terrorist organisation because I really fancy a beer. So we weren't sure where we stood with it, so we still are. The bay also, but it was um, yeah, I put a few quid in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good on you. <laughs> if, if, if it had gone, if it had gone towards that rocket, they said that, yeah, they, they bombed ten down the street. We might have been fairly happy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get tickets to Live Aid. Get <laughs> pining for the IRA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. So, so yeah, so those, yeah, those, those. Look, I mean, looking. So I mean, that, that was the thing in those days as well because it was just the Sunday afternoon. But that was great when I moved. I moved to Hackney in eighty eight. Um, eighty eight or eighty nine? Can't remember. Um, and it was just yeah, it was just that area where most of the pubs because they were old. Yeah, like proper old pubs. Um, you, you went to, you know, you, you got a sense of whether or not they were one that did a lock-in or not when you first went in there. And if you just hung around long enough, then the curtains just drew. <laughs> 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 Three or four in the morning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because there were very few places in those days that had a late license. I really had to, yeah. to really you had to, you had to go. You, you, well, you need to go to a club if you wanted to go later. And all the clubs in those days were me are massively expensive in terms. What of, do you call a late get, license? Sorry, what's a late what's a late license? What time would pub well, shut? Eleven. Everywhere shut at eleven yeah. in those God days. Yeah, yeah. If you wow. go back, to, you go back to the eighties and even through much of the, the sort of early nineties. Anyway, um, you know, it's, it, going to West End everywhere was shut at eleven, um, and you had to go to you know, some shit super club or something to carry on drinking. It was rubbish. Shit. It really was. So, it's, so it's far better to be in Hackney or Islington or Camden or somewhere where there's lots of lots of that happening. Mm. Yeah, what I just can't nice. imagine is you've had the afternoon lock in, the curtains are shut at seven o'clock. You come to open again, you open the curtains, and all the curtains right, are still right, there from right. earlier. It's like, I've been left. Just, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's magic trick. <laughs> Well, especially if you, if you did it in if you did it in the summer you had a really late one in one of these pubs you, you came out and they were delivering the milk you know, like, it's like oh, come out in daylight I've been, I've been here for a whole day yeah it's like you know when they got like animals in animals in captivity and they should have reintroduced it back into the wild yeah. that's, that's, that's what it was like you know yeah. stumbling yeah. out yeah then you had the sort of like, yeah. The, 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 the hangover well the hangover yeah, just, where did you, did you just carry on you sort of like just gradually ease it out but um, yes. you, you, can't, you can't go cold turkey after those kind of sessions you have to slowly do it but um, excuse me sir hello hello I'd like to catch you there congratulations on 24 hours in the pub here is the celebratory <laughs> balaclava <laughs> thank you for your donation <laughs> we'll see you again next week the pride of Spitterfields what are we t- are we talking about? I've done two so far. Yeah, but it's a proper old London pub. Like, what are we talking like? Dirty oh, sticky small, carpet, small. small bar. Okay, tell yeah, us so more about like the, so, the okay, interior so you and come stuff. In, you come in, L shaped yeah, like? bar. Um, so you can literally sort of like if you go to the right, it's like a little snug bit. We probably get about twelve people in, uh, four or five tables, and the the, the the main part of the bar seated. You probably not to seat more than thirty in there. Um, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of space. They usually have somebody playing records as well, and it's not like playing records like. You know, somebody playing really hip stuff or anything. It's like somebody's playing their old, whatever their old albums they got. Like, they used to play that anyway. We used to sit there listening to Pink Floyd for half an hour. But um, yeah, it was, um, yeah, so uh, no, to, to be fair, late late nights, so we have somebody, it used to be somebody playing like really good 60s stuff and things like that. A lot of Motown and sort of just, just, just you know, lots of the old 60s stuff. No, it's it brilliant. I still very much like it um, when I've been. I mean, I'd, it's funny, it's one of those pubs. It's still open. Like, it's still open, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's definitely worth a visit. Um, it's yeah, quite yeah. close to Liverpool Street, so I have to get a train back to, to Chelmsford where I live now. So it's um, I can actually stay there till about sort of midnight to make the last train. So it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, really enjoy it. I do. Um, nice. What, to, what point yeah. are you grabbing in there? And is it a pound? It's an ale pub. I don't think it, I is it a young pub. I'm not sure. I don't think it's a young pub. I can't remember, mate. So I'm not. I'm not. I don't really know much about beer. I just in terms of what it what it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly an ale. ale That's fair ale, 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 ale pub rather than you know people will drink go there for a pint of whatever. Um, so yeah, it attracts yeah. the sort of um, the, the Woolly Jumper Brigade as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, 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 it's a nice old place. Um, um, 
and and the ceiling ain't leaking. No, no, they they they, they really it's a real sort of they got pride, they got pride in their pub. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's in the name. It's in the name. You lose a bit, rugby, because it's full of hipsters. You can you can never get in properly. You know, you don't have a crap in there because it's like there's all somebody snorting up in there, and it's like everywhere. Yeah, like everywhere. Yeah, it's like they don't put locks on toilets anymore. No, no, no. shit anymore. They ring a bell. Someone took a shit. Ding 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 ding. Oh God, picture. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, haven't had the, we haven't had the water on in there for two years. <laughs> I used to imagine the landlord, first day he, he bought it, just runs his finger on the ceiling. Feel that? It's the driest ceiling in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It fills you with pride. Yeah, absolutely. Gareth? Yeah? Did you, in the nicest way possible, did you have lock-ins? Do you remember lock-ins? Yeah, the yeah. Lock-ins I was, thing? Yeah, in in because I was living in Hackney but from the early 2000s. And there was one pub, and when the smoking ban came in, they just used to have a lock-in and give you ashtrays. It was oh, great, yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was an amazing pub. Hackney. The, the, the what, Olympics... What Sort of ruined it. It was the Yucatan. Do you know the Yucatan? Oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. On, yeah, on that was amazing for lock-ins. Yeah, They'd yeah. just do what you said. Close the curtains, give you ashtrays, and you could be there as late as you want. But then the Olympics ruined it. For some reason, they clamped down on it in the Olympics. Ah, it's just madness. And I don't know if it's still going on. Did you know there was another crazy pub? The Olympics stopped a while ago, mate. Oh, what was he called? The ship or something? It wasn't... It was... In a, it was a ship oh. on Main Street I was just talking about. So yeah, no, not on Main Street. It was down by... Do you know the big gas towers? It's down by the canal. It means a literal fucking ship. Uh, are you talking the ship aground? <laughs> oh, I'm not so sure. The ship aground towards the lead. Because if you go down... So if you go from Lower Claps... I lived in Lower Claps. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if you go down there, down Lee Bridge Road... And then you've got you come over the bridge and it's it's at the Robin Hood on the bridge and there was a couple of pubs set back there which were really ropey. One yeah. was called the Ship Aground. I don't know what the other one was called. But if you went further along the canal there, there was a brilliant pub there called the Anchor and Hope. When this that was a truly mad fucking pub. Um, and this oh, was yeah, um, yeah. it was famous for it was just it was, it was one of those pubs that was just famous. There was a bloke called Ken Campbell. He was an actress or performer at the time. He did a show. It was pretty much based around stories from from the Anchor and Hope. And it, it, it was. It was a smallish pub, but right on the canal. And on a Sunday afternoon, everybody would be jumping in the fucking canal. I mean, like, be, not, not, not a clean place to jump, jump in. And there was this one yeah. guy who used to sit outside with a supermarket trolley, and he used to light a fire in it. And go, okay, get away from my fire, get away from my fire. That's a lot of bad manners used to drink down there. I remember seeing Dude. him down there. And, and yeah, there was, there was all sorts of cases. And, and oh, yeah, and you had, to, you had to walk past the dark to get to the gents and people were always playing darts they weren't messing with any of the locals in that pub I tell you yeah um, yeah that, that was that was true where, where were you in Hackney where, I was where, up on Sandringham Road just um, oh, right. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just um, just yeah Sandringham Road and Hackney Downs area of Sandringham Road do you remember yeah. the um, oh, Shackwell Arms Shackwell uh, Shackwell Arms, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. an amazing, that, that, that used to have good lock-ins. That's, that's a good, quite a trendy gig. Yeah, yes, totally, yeah. Yeah, it was horrible then. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, one, of my, one of my friends, <laughs> my friends live right, just, just on Shackwell Lane, just just down from there. Um, and she, <laughs> I'm just still just remembering this. She was around the corner on Dawson Kingsland once, um, having, a, having a coffee with a friend, and she got a bag knit, and um, she must have noticed the bag had been knit 
within about 15 minutes of it being nicked. But by the time she got home, which was literally about a quarter of a mile away, she'd also been burgled. They'd taken the keys out Jesus. and taken them straight to her flat. And yeah. I mean, they were, they were Jesus, a crime in those days. They, they, they knew that stuff. God. Yeah. 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 What was it like in the 90s? Was it quite aggro at night or was it quite well, easy going? Let me, let me fucking guess, Gareth. We just heard a story about a man that set a fucking trolley ablaze and everyone jumped in the Cunsin Canal. So if I was going to venture a guess, I'd say yes. He <laughs> wasn't. I don't. <laughs> There's the stories I've got. I always used to say, nah, there's no, there's no real trouble. So, well, I mean, I, I, I got it. Of course, I got a mug, then I got a burgle, but that was bathroom. Um, and both of those things. So, on the same day as well. Yeah, you know, on the same day. Well, it would have been if it hadn't changed the looks pretty quickly. But, um, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, my flat was on, um, facing out, well, the first flight I had was facing out to Hackney Downs. And, um, I got, I got home from the pub one night, and the door had been smashed down. And there was, it was sort of like hanging off his hinges. And there was a celebrated well, note on there from, from the M- Metropolitan Police saying, contact this number, we have smashed your door down. <laughs> 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 so, all right. So, so you're up. Phoning yes. up the police saying, you've knocked my door down. I've just got the pub. I don't know why. And um, so, so the coppers came around and said, yeah, we, we, we thought it was um, people would say, we thought it was a crack den. Um, they allegedly thought it was a crack den, I don't know. Um, but, but, but bizarrely, I didn't find my weed. So, they said, you got to phone this number. And um, I don't know, I don't know, I felt they sent somebody. They sent this guy around to fix the door, yeah? And this, this guy came around to, to fix the door. And I said, um, God, this, this, this must be unusual for you coming out this time of the night. And he said, no, I follow the police around. I was like, I go from job to job. <laughs> Replacing doors. It's my living, you know? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Looming over it. Got impression to their job. Right. Oh, that's but another wrong door. That's right. But, but no, sorry, yeah. you, you, it, it was, it was, it wasn't rough in the sense that you never felt like, I don't very often felt like I was going to get beaten up. I think it's part of, it was part of, um, tough of being in the streets of a new town you know on a Saturday night where everybody wants to fight because everybody wants to yeah. themselves in some way in the pubs in Hackney in the nights I think everyone was very wary of one another in terms of what they might be carrying so you yeah. didn't you didn't you didn't. I barely saw a fight in the pub in Hackney in the 10-12 no, nice. years I, I lived in, around that bit but, I, but there, were, there was a lot of shooting and um, I, I had some friends come up I had some friends came up from Birmingham we went to the Pembury Tavern you know the Pembury yeah the, yeah Pembury I, know, I love the Pembury yeah that's a great pub but it was it was, it was a it was a rough old pub then it was a, it, it had a late last one of the first late licenses and um, we went down there and I said you know it's, it's rough and red but it was more sort of squattery than sort of like you know any, any sort of violent people um, but um, so the friends who had come up from Brown they were like um, a bit wary of Hackney because of the reputation of Hackney and they were, you know absolutely fine every month my mate went to the bar about half past the so he came out and said there's somebody in the toilet with a gun <laughs> 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 oh, 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 o
mean, about, about a minute later, this guy's carried out. He wrestled out with a gun in his hand. Oh yeah, that play with a gun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he's always there, man. <laughs> but no, he's, he's uh, yeah. He, but I, I don't know, Gary. I'd be like you, you live in Hannah. Well, I, you, you just have to be careful, didn't you? It's one of those things where you just have to just watch yourself. You know, yeah. there's a vibe to it. There's certainly a, there's certainly an edge to it. It still is. I think even though it's been gentrified to a large degree, it's still got a, got a little vibe to it. But I mean, that was part of the fun in a way because he was just like he, he was always very cheap to live because nobody wanted to live there. I mean, I, I won't tell you how much I paid for my flat, but it was a bloody bargain. In '98, you know, I couldn't afford to live anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was great. Um, it's just you know, it, it changes like everywhere changes, isn't it? It was, it was surprising it changed so quickly because there was mm. that period of the nights where you couldn't imagine why anybody with any money was ever going to move there. Because yeah, it was like a bit wild west. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, when, they, when they had the poll tax riots, and they had Hackney riots as well at the time around the poll tax, and you never saw you know you only ever saw coppers either in, in, in vans or on horseback. You know, mm. you never saw a, a copper on foot in Hackney during the riots. Of carpet and behind them trying to fix up doors. They wouldn't have been walking. They would have armored plated vans. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, they didn't come in the People's Republic. People's Republic of Hackney very easily. He was. Gareth's yeah. going to put in an anonymous tip in a minute and there's some weed at his address and then they're going to get that fucking door That's fixed right. professionally. Yeah, he's going to get that door. Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Oh, he's got the wood I need. <laughs> Some poor guy who's paid a million pounds for billions of pounds for his flat. That's right. They took his door his door yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, the Samuel, the Samuel Pupes and Hackney and the Pride of Spitterfields in, well, I think you can guess where. Mm. It's time for the yeah. big one. Number no, one, I, Mr. Mario. I, I, number one, mate. I, okay, I, 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 I'm going to say that it's because it's, 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 it's more recent, but a pub I've had most fun in perhaps for the last 10 years or so is, is um, the North Star in Ealing. Because um, I, I worked in Ealing for many years, and I love the North Star. It's just just a really good pub, real nice vibe to it. No trouble. Um, just just one I this lovely. I, I just, I've gone out there, guys. Sort of like garden, I get a beer garden type thing down the side of it, and it's just got just a real good good feel. Always play good music. People are really lovely in there, and yeah, just a great time. I mean, lots of mad nights there. Um, lots of really strange things there with people oh, met and stuff like. No, I, I, I can't. I'm not selling any of these stories because they involve people I've worked with and stuff. <laughs> Mr. X and Professor Q. <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> the bizarre incidents over the years. <laughs> For the years there, in terms of in terms of people we've met, um, but yeah, no. I, I just, was this Paul? Was this another pub that you decided? Yeah, it's close to work, so I'll take the job there. No, well, no, no, not not strictly. But I, but I, I must admit, so like working, I, so I, I used to sort of stay in a hotel quite a lot in Ealing. Cause it was I sort of started so early and stuff. It was difficult to get get, get there on time from where I live in Chelmsford. Um, and also because the company said, yeah, you can stay in a hotel if you want. So, um, nice. so, so, so I did. Um, but no, I mean, there's, there's the North Star. There's also the Red Lion down by the studios, down by Ealing Studios, which I really love. Um, there's the, um, what's it called? Um, Haven Arms. If you know the Haven Arms, mm. if you live in there, Chris, so go out. This is Haven yeah, yeah. Arms and the Wheat Sheaf up Haven. Yeah, no, the Wheat Sheaf. No, the Wheat Sheaf. We're really classy. I mean, these, these, these aren't mad pubs like the Hackney pubs. I'll tell you the sad reality of, 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 of my life here in Ealing is I moved in the summer we had 
three weeks of visiting pubs and then lockdown too. Oh, mate, I'll see. When we're open again, I'll come down. I'll, I'll take you on a little cruise. Oh, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, and, go, go and have a look around. Because I still got a lot of mates around there. So, no, it's, yeah, the nice part of London. Um, pretty sure. But the Red Lion now is run by the people who used to run the pizza place next to it. I don't know if you know that. But it's a fam- famous pizza place next to it. And they took over the pub, which is a fullest pub. Actually, mm. I think it's part of, part of Spitfire's might be a fullest pub as well, thinking about it. Um, yeah, and just uh, do the most amazing pizza as well. Um, but it's far, far, far more civilised than my days in Hattie. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. Can I mention a fourth one, actually? I, should, I, I probably should have mentioned this. It, yeah, it, you it, can. It's, it, it's a bar in Soho called Trisha's, and it's a, it's a drinking bar, um, and you can't can't actually find it, which is one of those. Well, do you know what this It's in some Greek street or things. I can't remember. I've been there millions of times. I know how to get there. Um, but it's just, a, it's just a doorway with nothing on it. So it's a white doorway, which is kind of open. It looks like you might be going down to some brothel or something. You go down there, and it's just this little proper drinking bar with a tiny little backyard out, out the back, and it's, it's just fun. It's, it's a, just a brilliant place to drink. Not massively expensive. You have to get you, well. I say you have to get signed in. You're supposed to get signed in when you go there. But that, I mean, but you meet the most. I mean, it is full of sort of like real London characters down there in terms of you know, sort of actors and singers and whoever. Um, so it's one of those places just to have a look if you get a chance. How did you um, find out about it? And that, but it's only open till one or. 1.30 or something now because they're trying to shut down so as much as they can aren't they Westminster Council it's mm-hmm. like yeah. how did I know about it well somebody introduced me to it I can't remember going back a long way Dennis Nielsen <laughs> Dennis Nielsen <laughs> 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 well, because he was Dennis but, oh, I'll tell you there is a kind of murderous murderous I don't know if I should tell you something because it's going to go out um, but one of the guys I did meet there was um the son-in-law of Charlie Richardson. It was down, and he, like, I knew him for ages without knowing who he was. Um, just having a smoke with him outside. So he, he was a he was a regular dad, a really nice fella. Um, Colin, I think he's name. I can't remember. I must have been. I don't know if you should put that in. Yeah, you um, be careful with that. We, we probably should be, but that, yeah, that, that was a, that was a smashing place. But going back, going way back to the eighties, there was um, there was a night I had. I was, I was living in Harrogate at the time, and and my I, I went to university in, in North Wales, um, and um, one of my friends from university, Shiv, her, her sister was manager of the Marquee, the club, um, and it was when it was on Charing Cross Road. It moved from Water Street round to Charing Cross Road, and they had a big party for the twenty fifth um, anniversary of, of the Marquee. And so anyway, so she asked me. I want to go because I thought you just split up a boyfriend and nobody would go so I said oh, it's free booze Merrick do you want to come out oh, I'm there I, mean, I remember it was a Sunday night so I was like I'm never going to get to work tomorrow but, yeah, let's just go for it anyway um, and so yeah, we went to this went to this do there but we ended up um, in a drinking club there and I can never remember the name of it but she's told me what it is before but I, one, of the, one of the most brilliant experiences there well but one memorable pub stories I have is that I was, I was quite quite drunk but I remember I was oh, I would have been there about 24, 25 so I was actually young and sort of like didn't give a toss about sort of anything in those days and um, I, was, I was at the bar and I, I just started talking to this, this woman at the bar and she's really really attractive American woman she's probably about a few years older than me but just having a really good really nice chance thinking bloody hell this is going well when this this huge arm came between me and her <laughs> I said you're right, darling and I looked up and it was Lemmy <laughs> I, was, I, was to, I was trying to shout at Lemmy's girlfriend <laughs> Lemmy <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's bigger and scarier well he's not that big he's certainly scared I'm like, oh, oh hello mate I'll pick you up you know I was like oh I'll like, yeah, well, I'll I'll let you say chill that's mad 
It's beautiful. Well, there we are. We have the Samuel Pepys, Pride of Splitterfields, the North Star of Ealing, and then a cheeky little bit of Trisha's. We'll put her in there. We'll fit her in. Not that you haven't already done some fucking beautiful tales, Paul, but is there any that stick out? Your favourite pub story, Madison Cower? And I mean, you just fucking met Lemmy, for God's sake. So <laughs> you're doing, yeah. you're doing well, well. Well, I met uh, meetings. Pushing it a little bit. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, these stories that I, really I, I, stick I, I, out. I've got, I've got a good story. I've got, I mean, I've got a million. I'm trying to remember them from yeah, from days days gone by. I think I might put in. I don't know how uh, the other three feel, but I feel like we should put in a caveat as well for dodgiest or yeah yeah dodgiest most villainous thing because we've had a gun we've had cat murder I, I feel like we've had a serial killer we've had a well, serial we killer we don't, we don't know if the cat got murdered yeah, we just, don't that's there's true there's a chance that he did there's a chance potential <laughs> cat murder the opportunity to get beaten up by Lemmy yeah, yeah. we've, had, we've had a serial killer easily been a murder yeah. vandalism yeah. of shopping um, trolleys <laughs> Yeah, that's being scoped out as a potential crack. For about six to eight months, I did a bit of travelling when I was younger, and um, there's, a, there's a couple of things from there. They're not sort of villainous type stories, but a good story. So the, this was another World Cup one. So this was the '94 World Cup in in the States, and <clears throat> what they they did what they did with the, that World Cup is they changed the timings of the game so they were more um, they could sell TV rights easier for for European audiences. So I meant like right. um, the, the matches were kicking off at sort of midday in the, the incredible heat, which is the sort of thing that's going to happen in Qatar or whatever the next World Cup. <laughs> Um, and so it meant that the, the kickoff times for Australia, Sydney, were like all from, it was like basically from sort of like two o'clock in the morning through to six o'clock in the morning or whatever. So it was just a nightmare watching the football. But I had some, had some Irish mates out there. So we went to see the Ireland-Italy game in, in 94, which uh, definitely Ireland won. One mm. was a shot, res, shot result. And we were in this big Irish pub in the centre of Sydney, which I think it was called Kitty something. I can't, I can't remember. Um, but at the end of it, so by the time it, it finished, it was probably about six o'clock in the morning. I don't know. It was, it was a ridiculous time in the morning. Well, obviously, we'd been, we started effectively after work on the Friday night. This was Saturday morning by then. So everybody was absolutely shattered. And and the bar staff, just they just locked up. And they just said, they said, locked up all the spirits. It's locked the tills up and said, serve yourselves, boys, to everybody who's left. So it was just like, drink as much as you want. Because they'd made so much money and they just left all the draft beer on. Jeez. The people just to carry it and they went to bed. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> was, was so knackered. It was like, oh, we can't do that. want some breakfast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. So I don't think they lost I think it was a great move. They didn't, didn't lose a lot of money. But that's the weird thing. I mean, they were, they're, they're great, the Aussies, in terms of drinking. Um, in terms of actually, too. I, there, was, there was one pub in, um, I think it was in Glebe. I lived in Redford, which was the main sort of Aboriginal. Uh, it's just south of south of the city in in, in Sydney, and uh, a little area next to it called, called Glebe. And there's a pub. Uh, we went for a walk on Sunday afternoon, and they had this thing. It said 
that's like toss the boss five till seven. Oh, <laughs> Sunday <laughs> afternoon, exactly. So we went in and um, uh, we're partnered at the time and I ordered a couple of beers and he, he just flicked a coin and said heads or tails. The heads, but one said for yours. So for five to seven, drinks are free if you beat the, the barman on the toss of the coin. That's cool. Which was a, a superb idea. Because <laughs> for really quite for a cheap, you know, for a few drinks. That's worth it. Get you and they set you up for the you let them for hours buy drinks. Yeah. Um brilliant idea, isn't it? Yeah, toss the bus. I've never <laughs> seen it anywhere else, but yeah. I like the answers, they've got some great innovations. I've never seen that of, business model. <laughs> That's why you yeah. only stayed there for eight months, because if you go about now it's closed. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You can, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I tell yeah. me it wouldn't work doing toss the boss and yeah, they, they were right. <laughs> it would never, never work in the UK, would it? Because you'd have every drunk queuing for five o'clock just to go in there. And then yeah. out at seven. It's yeah. over there. People are much more like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. Turn up. If we get a free drink, we get a free drink. But in England, it'd be like, whoever spoons times ten, wouldn't it? It'd be absolutely, absolutely darling. But, yeah, yeah, boss, I don't know, mate. It sounds a bit dodgy to me. Where's the coin? Oh, uh, there's no coin. <laughs> <laughs> There we are. Toss yeah. the boss is in. Any more for any more, Mr. Merrick, while we've got you? Well, in terms of stories. In terms um, of stories, in terms of pubs, I feel like there is a rich vein that we should tap into being in yeah. your presence. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, in terms of, terms of land, I lived in, I lived in Haringey um, for... for for a while and um, it, it was when would that have been about 88 and and, and that was quite because it's when they just started opening the Webspoons pubs and there were, there were three right. in really close proximity to where I lived and, and they were really good pubs I mean they're good pubs now, to be honest with you, but it's just got a different rep haven't they in terms of what they are mm. but they, they were the first pubs sort of like big pubs to not have music on or have the telly on or you know have anything it's just, they were just pub pubs which was very rare in those days if you if you worked in Hampstead or somewhere you know in, 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 in the sort of like more working class areas it was pubs were always loud you know they always have a telly on. They always have you know, something going on with cheap books on the web. Um, and, and they, they were good because actually they were you know, reasonably, reasonably priced, but not mega cheap like they are now. But in the middle of them, in the free this just triangle of pubs was um, was a pub called the Salisbury, the Salisbury Tavern on Green Lane. So I don't know if any of you guys have been there, but it's, certainly, it's worth a visit. It's a beautiful pub. Um, but apparently it's been really done out and everything now. I've not been there for many, many years, probably twenty five years. Um, but it, it was. It was a rough old pub. We had this beautiful, it was a beautiful old Victorian pub. It was one of those you know, gilded, ornate ceiling, really high ceiling and stuff. It was really, it was, it was lovely. Um, and it had a pool table at the back. And I remember one night we were living there, we were going to a party somewhere. And um, we, we started off sort of, you know, when you, yeah, yeah, going towards the tube, and then we'll have a drink before we get on the tube, and then we'll try and get the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, 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 well, I had a quick game of pool before we go. So we went into the back room of the, the Salisbury and did a game of pool. And it was always a bit, a bit dodgy. So yeah, you were watching, you know, you made a quick decision as to whether you wanted to wait and have a game of pool or no, but the, the pool table was free, so we just went on, got a pint, had a few games pool, and got the tube back. Um, well, yeah, yeah, first tube back in the morning from wherever we, whatever party we've been to, or club we've been to, or whatever. And we walked past the stores, but it was and it was all um, taped off, and the police stood outside. And and was like, what happened? He said, um, "Well, um, we, we, were you in there?" So yeah, we were in there about sort of about sevenish. Um, and he said, "Oh, right, okay. So um, what did you do?" So well, we had a game pool and then left. He said, "All right." I said. The, well, well, yeah, what went on there? So, well, a couple of hours later, they were people having a game of pool, and there was a bit of argument broke out, and some guy got beaten to death by talking. <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, like, what? <laughs> 
lucky we left early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, would have been, it would have been no danger because we were all shit at pool, so we would have lost. We really there was one Sunday afternoon, it was Sunday lunchtime, and I've never, I've never seen this before. I'm never that special. I hope I'll never see it again. But um, this this fight broke out between like these two sort of women in their fifties, and they just <laughs> and they were rolling along the floor. It was like standing out of their way. There were kids in there and mental. Interesting pub to carry it in the in the late eighties. Yeah, but of course, asleep. The um, if you get down to Whitechapel. Um, wow, there's a so you know, have you ever been guys been in the Blind Beggar? Yeah, yes, yeah. So the Blind, Blind Beggar has fairly sort of standardised pub. They still got the thing up where where Jack the Hat got lost. Jack, George Cornell wasn't it? Got shot and everything. So yeah, they used the bullet hole used to still be there. I was how I was told. I couldn't work out where it really was there. Or not. But if you went down from there, there was the Grave Morris, which was really the, the crazed pub. So it's further down Whitechapel, so you're down towards the, the mosques on the left. So mm-hmm. going down towards Allgate, and um, yeah, and that. <laughs> that, 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 that that was one of those points you go and you think oh man you just go around and look at these the guys that were in and think oh yes some serious <laughs> villain, villainy happening here <laughs> 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 it's been a bit of thrill of going and having a quick bite having a bit it's you know, drinking voyeurism really like, in terms of having a look but, but further still down from there and I, and I, I was talking to Mike Dirt about this a while ago I couldn't, can't remember the name of the pub but it might have been the White Lion but this was just before you got down to all game it was a long pub on the same that same part of the road but this was a late pub at each ended up going into and it, it, had, it had a rare distinction of actually having strippers at its own kebab shop in the pub <laughs> it, it, had, it had a kebab thing in the pub where you could actually buy a donut while in, the the, in the pub yeah and you could go if you nodded you nodded no my brother used to when he first lived there he used to live in Whitechapel I used to go down yeah. there when I was 16 and one of his his housemate was a stripper who worked in that pub so we used to go and hang out in that pub when I used to go down yeah. there yeah, 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 Kebab is a lovely pub. I mean, I was like a 16 year old just sitting there watching his housemate strip off, but you know, it was like, it was a real, real crazy old place. Shut down, I think. I mean, I've not been past that bit for a while. Yeah, I've been down there for ages. Well, if you go a little bit further down, there's the White Hart, which is just by all got East Tube Station, just past Whitechapel Art Gallery, and that that was famous for free drinks as well because it was like it's like a long strip pub. Um, they're not strippers and strippers, but just like yeah, well, those really long thin pubs that you, yeah. you work through. And they, the, the guy that ran it, they just he just made up all these stories about Jack the Ripper and everything. They were just lies about what. But it was always it was always a late one. And yeah. I, I remember once being in there, and um, oh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but um, I, I, we were we wanted to get a taxi. He said. So you know, I said, he got done for a taxi. You don't need to phone a taxi. He's, he's a taxi driver. I said, he's been in there longer than us. He's about eight times. I'll get a taxi with him. He's more pissed than I am. Yeah. But he got sacked. The manager got sacked there because he used to do that as well. He'd, he'd go to bed and, and leave his, his regulars in there just, just drinking well on a sort of honesty basis that you wouldn't you know, nip too much. Mm. Um, but the brewery, yeah. the brewery found out about it and understandably sacked him. Yeah. 
Um, but then I, I hadn't been there for a couple of years, and it was, on the, it was in the Daily Mirror or something. Somebody said, "Is that a public?" And it got this big headline: "Free house." And he'd take them to industrial tribunal. So he's like, "We clearly lost." <laughs> <laughs> As if, you, as if you're supposed to do that as a public and you know, just say oh, you just crack it on boys I'm going for a kit but this pub was, it's right on commercial road isn't it um, it's commercial or commercial street I can't remember the um, difference between two um, but it's right on the main road, thoroughfare um, commercial road yeah. you know, obviously you know you could, like, after, the, after the lock-in you, know, you, get, you couldn't get in you had to just go out through the back door sort of thing but, um, but yeah yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, there's so plenty around there. Yeah, you mentioned Essex Road. Yeah, well, Islington's got some good pubs, isn't it? And some cracking pubs around there as well. I mean, just North East yeah. London, Camden was great as well at that time, um, especially in the, the height of Britpop and all that sort of stuff. That was just, that was hilarious. Because you just, you'd just be in a bar and then just be like sort of 300 Japanese teenagers could come in. <laughs> Find somebody from Blur. There's all these short things around you. And then you're free to continue to wait in queues for the dump. I'm actually indoors at the moment. I've, I've, we've got a little gazebo in the backyard, so I'm going to make a little, little beer garden. I'm not going for a smoke after this. But yeah. Anyway, carry on, carry on, Chris. Oh, there you are. Well, you were two questions away from your smoke, sir. Um, so we got room in the last order in for two things. Your favourite ever bar snack, and it can't be a wanky sit-down meal snack. No, 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 we're not that sort of pub. And your no. favourite ever drink. So what would um, be your bar snack, Paul? 
I assume yeah, this well, night would be something quick enough that he could get out before he gets murdered. Somebody can fashion into a shiv. Uh, yeah. uh, no, but now, now, to be honest, I've always been against Barca and this. I think they interrupt the natural flow of drinking. I, I'm not, I'm not for them. But if, I don't get the there. I don't like food. I don't like food in pubs. To be honest, with you. I don't. Well, there we go. Then we'll, we'll go to two, two drinks then, but, boys, but, shall but, we? No, 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 no. But no, I will mention this though. <laughs> uh, I was always quite fond of a scampi fry. I don't know oh. if you remember scampi fries, but they were yeah, they yeah, scampi uh, fries. Uh, yeah, they're good stuff. Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, they were oddly strange. They tasted nothing. I don't know what they tasted like, actually. They <laughs> <laughs> certainly nothing like scampi. They tasted like something that's never been made before or since. <laughs> yeah. Tasted scampi fry. Well, it, 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 it could be a cure for COVID. Is that one of those kind of things that you can try enough of these sort of ancient bar snacks? There might be something in them that acts as an antibody against certain viruses. But yeah, who knows? Um, but, my, okay, but, 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 <laughs> favorite drink. Um, it's weird, you know, because I had COVID at Christmas and um, I've drink a lot of cider over the last few years but since since I since I um, had the COVID my taste has not been not been fully back uh, mm. a couple of ciders I had to think oh this is this really too sweet for me so I'm back on I'm back on lager um, and I think what I'm going to have to say is that there was a, there was a disgraceful lager um, that was made in the 70s and 80s called Lowenbrow I don't know if, if you remember it or Laughing Brew as we used to call it and it was just it was awful but it was so powerful it was stupidly powerful for what was supposed to be five percent. Um, and yeah, you had six or seven of them. You you were dead in the your head was dead in the morning. But nevertheless, we always used to go for it. So it's got to be low and brow or laughing bro. Um, from my formative years of learning how to drink. Sorted. There we are. Scampi fries and low and brow. It's in. So thank you very much, Paul. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Paul. Cheers, Paul. Uh, no, it's, it's been a pleasure, chap. So lovely talking to you. Like I say, yeah. we'll hopefully meet up in London and go for a proper drink together one day. Definitely. Oh no, wait, Paul. Do you want to do you want to promote anything? Do you want to shout out? What you got going on? Plug your shit, Paul. Um, okay, yeah, plug my shit. So, www.paulmerrick.com. That's Paul Merrick with a Y. So it's P-A-U-L-M-E-R-R-Y-C-K.com if you want to find out where I'm gigging, as long as I remember to update the fucking thing, which I forget to do most of the time. Oh, yes. So, you may, you, you may find me. You may not. Uh, it's, usually, it's, usually, it's usually right. <laughs> if, you're, if you're unsure, just contact me on Facebook. Thank you very much to our guest, Mr. Paul Merrick, for making Hackney sound like it was Burning Man Festival. <laughs> And, uh, and if you've got crazy stories, get in touch at podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter on the handle podcrawlpubcast. Yeah, and and if you, yeah, we'll see you next week. And if you can't wait, just listen to some of the older episodes again on Spotify. Other than that, we'll see you. Big brain thinking. Yeah, thanks. Big brain. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see you next week, folks, um, for more fun and and things. Maybe we'll even be allowed to drink legally now. Maybe. We'll see about Gareth's door. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. My gosh, should be finished. (laughs) Bye.